Welcome to Daughter and Dad Podcast, Episode 9, Shooting the Bleep. Hey, it's been a long haul since our last podcast, but we're rebooting for 2024. Join us. The craziest story at the gym today. Have this oh, good yeah, what happened? Well, I have a good friend. We were chatting, wishing each other Happy New Year and all that. And yeah. he, work, he works at the morgue in San Antonio. And he had an, yeah. inju- had an injury. And he told me he was going to physical therapy. Okay. And, and he physical therapist says, well, what kind of work do you do so I can design your program for you? And he says, I work at the morgue. And the therapist says, I got it. <laughs> I want you to do. I want you to do deadlifts. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if you worked at a morgue, you would have great upper body strength because you probably do have to pick up the bodies and move things around. You think so? I'd probably become friends with all of them. This is my <laughs> Jane. This is my friend Joe. Uh, <laughs> they're going to go in the ground in a few minutes, but while they're here, we've had a good relationship. They but, don't talk back, Dad. <laughs> I wish they would be more open with me about their experiences, but they do, <laughs> they do listen to me. A no. captive audience. Listeners, I don't work in the morgue. <laughs> <laughs> but he wishes he did. Hey, can you smell my dinner? I cannot. What are you making, Dad? Well... Today, I'm doing a take on a typical San Antonio meal, fajitas, but I'm doing Italian Italian fajitas. Whoa, that sounds good. I want to hear the recipe, Dad. I put, well, in my my crock pot, cooking slow, can of crushed tomatoes, a whole bunch of seasonings that you gave me, the secret ingredient, four little pieces of Parmesan-Reggiano cheese, uh, one whole red pepper sliced thin, so it'll be so good in there. My onions, are, my onions, big slices of onions. That's in there, all cooking up. And I did throw some kale and spinach in because I just love that stuff. And it's, oh, and garlic, garlic sauteing in there. It smells so good. I can't wait to have that. That sounds good. Are you going to have uh, it with some tortillas or? Well, that's where the Mexicans come in. I'm going to go with the tortillas. <laughs> The tortillas, because I'm in San Antonio. Besides, if I go with the Italian bread, there's a lot. There are a lot of carbs there that I don't want. I, yeah, I, that's for I, sure. My ole tortillas, which are that six, sounds delicious. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Now, I wanted to tell you how wonderful that photo you sent me of Tegan's writing in school, her work assignment. And not only was I so impressed with it, she just loved you so much, and it's her most favorite memory, but what also impressed me was her vocabulary. Here is what Tegan wrote at school. For her essay, what were your top memories of 2023? Here are my best memories from 2023 my best, and she underlined best, memory from 2023 is dot 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 
helping my grandma pick out plants for her garden. This is my best memory because doing things like that with my grandma made me happy. What grade is she in? She is in the third grade. In one sentence, she used the words, extremely proud. And I thought, for a third, that's what I thought, third grade. And I said, for a third grader, right. putting those two words together was amazing. And the correct spelling, Dad. Sometimes I don't even get extremely correctly spelled. <laughs> that's why we have spelled for <laughs> Well, That's you, right, yeah. You must have felt so proud. I bet you even cried when you saw it. Dad, I completely cried when I saw it. And uh, I talked to Tegan, and, and she is going to come this summer and visit for a whole week. Just oh, Tegan. You, Tegan, and your plants. It'll be wonderful. That's right. She's going to help me with the garden, help me with the bees. I have a little bee suit for her. And we're going to have an absolute blast. I'm going to fly out to New Jersey and pick her up. And she and I are flying back. And then a week later, I'm flying her back out there. And then I fly home alone. When you do go to New Jersey, though, and come back alone, do not come back with your buddy COVID that you took back last time. Oh, that was the worst. COVID was the Worst. It was actually a very strange virus. I felt almost like the flu, a little bit like a cold, and I had strange dreams the whole time. I didn't get super sick like some people do. I'm a very healthy person, and I, I kicked its butt in, in four or five days, but I felt awful. Yeah, well, I'm happy you got past that. Uncle Ed is very sick with it now. Well, T.A. Mary got oh, it. Oh, no. And we still have it. They've had it for about five or six days. Oh my gosh, that's awful. I hope they feel better soon. I sure hope so. He said it is just terrible. Oh. He, he attributes it to Christmas parties. Yeah, you know what? It's making a resurgence right now. There's a new variant and it, apparently it's very easily spread. So wash your hands. When I, when I was coming back from Dolly's house after Christmas, yeah. I was I was in the Oklahoma City Airport because it flew from St. Louis to Oklahoma City. Right. Okay, I'm sitting down. There's about an hour and a half in between. I'm eating my cup of yogurt and I'm having a, a protein bar with yogurt. Hey, yeah. by the by the way, listeners, that's a really good mix. And I really like the, the built bars. They're only 130 calories. It's 17 grams of protein. You can't beat them. And they're they're almost rubbery, so you have to really chew and chew and chew. <laughs> calories burned through exercise when you eat a Built Bar. <laughs> no, but my story is I'm sitting down, I'm watching the people flying with me. And I saw this yeah. one woman coughing and hacking. Okay, put it yes. in my mind. I will not sit with her when I board. Then I saw another woman coughing and hacking. I will not sit with her when I board. Well, ah. I get in my space, which was B5 at the time, you know, Southwest loads, right? Yes. But all I have is a backpack. And what I do I'll just grab any seat up front. It's nice, slide it in, right. I don't know where I sit, but I'll be up close to the front since I'm not looking for overhead space. Well, I'm going down the aisle, the third row from the front, there's an open and a window. And I said, a window, no, no way. Maybe I can get a window. Wow. So I say to the guy who's in the aisle, I said, 
can I mind if I get sit in there? And he says, you can sit in there, but you can't have the middle seat. I'm saving you. Okay. Well, I get into uh, the right seat. You can see it coming, right? Yes, it's, I can. I know. His wife is one of the hacking coffers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, man. I pulled my backpack up, reached in, pulled out my mask, whipped it over my face. And for the next hour, well, hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, there I was, breathing through that mask, which I hated. And as soon as I got off, ah. the, disembarked, the first trash can I saw, I whipped that thing up, put it right in. I didn't care if it messed up my hair. Yeah, you know what? When I was coming back from New Jersey, uh, this was between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and this is where I caught COVID on that flight back, I'm sure. There were so many people coughing <coughs> in the airport and in the plane. You couldn't escape it. It was like every other person was hacking away. So I guess I'm not surprised I caught it, but yeah. I'm over it now. And now I have some extra immunity in addition to vaccines and whatnot. <laughs> Stronger and tougher. No question. Stronger and tougher. That's right. There you go, Prue. Excellent. Excellent. This is something I think people might be interested in. Yeah. You live in a nice neighborhood. That's what I want yes. to say. Yes. Have I visited there? The neighbors are nice and everything else. But you do have a character that comes around that is really nasty. And the character's name is Mr. Raccoon. Oh, my gosh. Mr. Raccoon. Mr. Raccoon. He is a menace, and he is a big, big, big burly beast. And he has ticks all over him that are all, like, swollen up from being well-fed. If you see him up close, he just looks like something out of a horror film. And Django, this is Django's nemesis, complete nemesis. So we have two Django and the raccoon stories. One morning, this was not that long ago, a few weeks passed, I let Django out first thing in the morning, and every time I let Django out, I always bring a cup of his dog kibbles and a pitcher full of fresh water so I can throw some food outside, let him run around, do his business. Sometimes he likes to stay out if the weather's nice. Sometimes he wants to come back in the house. But that morning, as I'm dumping the kibble into the dish, I hear these un godly screams coming from around the corner. And it's Django with his head and half of his body it, inside his outdoor dog house. It's one of those dog glues, looks like an igloo for a dog, plastic igloo that he never really uses. And he was half inside and I heard all this screeching and clawing and I run over and I'm screaming and I'm grabbing his high legs, trying to pull him out and outruns a raccoon. Then wow. I bunker down for the night in the dog glue, and it zooms down the backyard, up the fence, it climbed the fence like Spider-Man, and then ran along the top of the fence, ran away with its tail sticking straight out, and Django was like putting up his dukes, he was trying to stand on his hind feet, putting up his, putting up his paws and barking and growling and making a racket and his whole face was scratched up. He had scratches on his nose, a scratch on his ear, a couple of scratches on his legs too. And I thought, 
there's no way that raccoon's coming back, not the way Django defended his property. But just a few days ago, the raccoon came back. He was outside when I let Django out, but he wasn't inside the dog loo. He was just hanging around. I think he was going for leftover kibbles in the outdoor food bowl. And Django went tearing after him, but this time there was no scuffle. The raccoon just kept going. So I am on watch. I think if Django ever gets a hold of that raccoon, he's going to shake it to death. He's going to grab it by the neck and just shake it and toss it in the air because he likes to do that with some of his toys. <laughs> do you have a recipe for raccoon stew? Yuck, no, I do not. <laughs> I could make some raccoon jerky for Janko <laughs> in the dehydrator. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna do that, gross. God knows what kinds of, they can carry all kinds of diseases, including uh, rabies, but Django has all of his shots. There's nothing he can catch. He's super healthy dog. That is excellent. But our, yeah. our listeners should know that you also have another name for him, Dr. J. Dr. J. Yeah, Django has many names, but his new, but my new favorite name for him is Dr. J, which dad, <laughs> dad came up with. <laughs> I keep forgetting, I have to point in the opposite way, which dad came up with, Dr. J. I call him Dr. J all the time. In fact, the neighbor now calls Django Dr. J. Hey, Prue, high when five. She's yelling, when she's yelling at him. High five, Prue. High five. <laughs> Woo. You get, am I going the right way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, we did it. We did it. We did a high five online. Woo! An online high five. An try online the, high five. Listeners, try that the next time you're Zooming with your family, but you have to go in the opposite direction. Well, my huh? new resolution, and I do have one, and I only made oh, yeah. And I want to take an adventure. Now my adventure is, ah. I want to go someplace that I have never gone before, like Star Trek. Oh man, okay, are you gonna get one of those flights on one of Elon Musk's rockets? No, it's gonna be a lot, a lot simpler than that, Pro. <laughs> these, the, these are my choices, tell me what you think. Well, uh, first, first is, I'm thinking of, going up to Anchorage, Alaska. I've never been to Alaska. Uh, that's on my bucket list. Anchorage, that is great. And I looked it up online, even signed up for their, their newsletter that they're gonna send me with all kinds of adventures that I can take. So that's one. Oh, dad, that's one of the places that's on my bucket list. In fact, it is at the top, going to Alaska. Although I want to go to Fairbanks, Alaska, which is even more north than Anchorage. And the reason being is I want to see the Northern Lights so much. I've wanted to see them my whole life, ever since I read about them as a kid. And I still haven't seen them. So that's on my list too. So Anchorage is on your bucket list? It is. I have been wanting to go to Alaska for a very, very, very long time. In fact, we were going to go a few years ago, but that was at the start of COVID. And then we scrapped our plans and we still haven't gone, but we're probably going to go sometime in the next few years. I want to go on the summer solstice. I want to see what it's like. Oh. I have a, a friend at the gym yesterday who said to me, Ray, what do you, where, are you, where are you going to go this year? And I said, well, I'm thinking of Alaska. I didn't have a chance to tell him my other places. And he's, he's ex-military, ex really big, well-built guy. I'm glad he's defending us. 
Yeah. Well, he said, Alaska, he says, go to Alaska in March because that's when you can see the Aurora Borealis. See, said, see. They were on night maneuvers in upstate New York and they were using the night nighttime goggles so they could see yes. this. And he says, we were in upstate New York and he says, it was the middle of the night and we're supposed to be really quiet. We're out on advanced patrol. And he said, we're all looking up and there's the Aurora Borealis. You couldn't see it with your naked eye. And he says, we all started wow. screaming. Look at the Aurora Borealis, look at this. And he says, we're supposed to be totally quiet. We blew the whole assignment. <laughs> My other places are. Yeah. One is, this one is the exact opposite. Either going to St. Bart's or Barbados. Ah, oh, nice. I would do that in May outside of the hurricane season if I do that. Right. And my third is going to Madrid, Spain. Those oh, the, beautiful. Those are the three places I'm thinking of. So listen, what should I do? Do them all? But I want to save something. Yeah, dad, those are, that's really hard to make a choice with those three. What a tough choice. I don't even know what I'm going to pick for you, but I, I probably would pick Alaska because you got to see those Northern Lights, Dad. Someone in the family's got to see them. There you go. Someone has to see them. But I yeah. sure, surely won't see them on the summer solstice. No, you won't see them on the summer solstice, but that's an, that would be an incredible time to go. And they have beautiful wildflowers throughout all of Alaska. There's so much natural wonder there. You would have an amazing time. Well, we'll see what I choose. Do you have a New Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution is to um, just to be happy every day. That's my genuine New Year's resolution, just to wake up and to decide to be happy. And it's so far so good. <laughs> Haven't had a bad day yet. That is good. Actually, I saw a quote today related to that. And it said, yeah, it by Ovid. And the quote was, if you stay out of the past and you don't live in the future, but you're right in the present, you'll probably be happy every single moment. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. He said it much better than I did. <laughs> I don't think so, Dad. That was pretty great. Yeah. Well, listeners... Stay out of the past, because there's nothing there you can grab hold of. You may take some good memories, but let the rest of the stuff, let the rest of the stuff that gets you down disappear. That's think, right. Think about the future as a goal, but don't live there. Live right with the people where you're at, at this moment, and just love them to pieces. Every day is a blessing, and today is so much fun, and... I just can't wait to see what happens next. You go, Pro. Well, <laughs> this was so much fun. Dad, this was awesome. I'm so glad that we're doing our reboot, our 2024 reboot. This is exciting. You it's going to be a great year for daughter and dad. You guys have no idea what's going to come up. We don't either. <laughs> don't report us. Yeah, don't report us. And maybe dad will be able to tune in live from Barbados or Anchorage or what's your third place, dad? I've already forgotten. Madrid. Madrid. How could I forget that? Okay, dad, we are going to have to do an episode while you're on location and I'll have to do one when I'm on location somewhere. 
that we'll have to do. That would be so much fun. That would be really fun. Do you, do you have some questions for, for our listeners? Yes, I do. If you could travel anywhere in the world this year, where would you go? What's your bucket list? In comments, folks. Also, do you have a New Year's resolution? Mine's to be happy every day. And Dad's is to go someplace. I still can't. There you go. Someplace, someplace exotic and exciting that he's never been before. And Django's New Year's resolution is to get that darn raccoon. <laughs> so how about <laughs> he's he's maintained he's maintaining a raccoon-free zone. He is. Well, he's trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Adios, amiga. Adios, papa. Mucho divertido. Si. Muy bien. Uh, we had lots of fun talking, as we always do, folks. Honestly, all dads out there, get this relationship with your daughters. You just love it. We just have such a great time just shooting the bleep. We'll just keep shooting the bleep. You got it. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a comment. And please visit our website at daughteranddadpodcast.com.